Donald Trump's civil fraud trial here in New York State is starting to wind down. The attorney general's office has been putting on witnesses and testimony for the last several weeks about, I think we're in week five or six now of this trial. And Donald Trump finally testified today and he's starting to wind down and get to the final witnesses of the state's case. Ivanka Trump is set to testify this week as well. And we are going to be watching that very closely because Donald Trump, I think, has really uh, created a problem for his daughter today, or for himself, I should say, by boxing in what she can say and what she can't say by his testimony today. But let's summarize first where we are, and then we'll talk about it and analyze it. So the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, who, by the way, has nothing to do with Joe Biden, she's independently elected uh, by the people of the state of New York. And I say that because Donald Trump before court today was saying how this is, you know, a Biden witch hunt and has something to do with Biden. This has nothing to do with Joe Biden. This has to do with the New York State Attorney General, Letitia James, who is, has brought a civil fraud case against Trump, essentially alleging two things, that when it suits him, his properties aren't worth that much money, why? Because then he doesn't have to pay that much taxes on them. And when it others suits him otherwise, they're worth a hundred times that amount of money because then he can borrow more money off them or get in favorable insurance uh, loans, et cetera. So just he, he makes up numbers, he makes up facts, and he values them however he wants to value them. And at a certain point, it's fraud, right? There is an art to valuing property. It's more of an art than a science, but there's generally accepted principles. You can't just make it up. As much as I wish my apartment was worth $10 million, it's not even close to worth $10 million. But if my apartment were worth $10 million, I could go to a bank and I could take out a loan for, let's say, $9 million of the $10 million. And then I could take that $9 million and I could go and buy another piece of property with it. And again, I could make that in my head worth $20 million, say, and then I'll go to a bank and borrow money off that. And it becomes this shell game, right, where the rich get richer and you use money to buy other things. Well, the, while the rest of us play by the rules and don't lie and tell the truth. And so we only get what we're entitled to. And we don't get rich off of other people's money, off of lies and off of fraud. And so when people say that there's a, no victim here and the banks made money, I think all of us are victims, right? All of us, the taxpayers who have to pay more taxes because he undervalues his properties and doesn't pay his fair share. But the rest of us who, who get assessed at actual value, right? We all pay taxes. And the same thing, again, with what I just explained about how when you overvalue assets, how it's just not a level playing field. And I feel sorry for all the businesses and all the business owners who play by the rules and who essentially get screwed because of Donald Trump's business practices. Well, so the way he did this is in something called the statements of financial condition. And in the statements of financial condition, he would estimate his net worth and the value of, of his certain properties like his apartment on Fifth Avenue or his golf courses or Mar-a-Lago, just to name a few. <clears throat> and this is where the numbers were essentially made up, 
right? So the most obvious example that everybody's been talking about is the, the, the penthouse apartment that is uh, essentially 11,000 square feet, roughly, give or take. And he at one point had valued, had put on paper that it was 33, actually 30,000 square feet. But then he said to Forbes, no, it's actually 33,000 square feet. Now, it might, it might be 11,000 Sometimes you count the hallway, you know, and a little bit of the common area. So what, 11,200, 11,500? He's testified today that maybe it counts the elevator shafts and the roof. Okay, 12,000 maybe. I mean, it's not three times the size, right? That's a made up number. As Michael Cohen, if you, if you credit what he said, as Michael Cohen said, they would go in, they would give him his, his financial paperwork. He'd say, no, I don't like those numbers. And basically, I'm worth more than that. Go make it happen. And so, and so that's what he did. And they had to figure out a way to make that apartment worth a certain amount of money. And they did it by tripling the size and therefore tripling the value per square foot. That is fraud. That is business fraud. And that's what this case is about. It's civil. It's not criminal. There's still that criminal companion investigation uh, going on at the Manhattan DA's office, Alvin Bragg. Uh, who's the Manhattan DA, that's the one that he still has open that, if you recall, the two senior prosecutors resigned in protest uh, and leaked the resignation letter because they were so mad that he wouldn't bring that case. But that this is the case. It's 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 at a minimum civil um, and potentially also criminal. And that's that's what's going on here. Well, um, normally the way it happens in trials, especially criminal cases, is the prosecution puts on their witnesses. Here, uh, because it's civil, the attorney general is not only calling her witnesses, but she's also calling the defendants to the stand, which again, you can't really do that in criminal cases because they would just take the fifth, right? But in civil cases, if you take the fifth, then that could be used against you uh, as an adverse inference. So essentially, either you testify or you don't testify, and then there's a, an adverse inference against you, meaning the judge or a jury, if there was one, but this is a judge trial, can say, you know what, you're not telling me what I, you're not answering the questions because you might incriminate yourself. So I can consider that and think that, oh, so you might have committed a crime. I'm going to hold that against you. Lomi is the only appliance that prevents food waste from stinking up your kitchen and polluting the planet. Now that I've invested in a Lomi, it's changed the way I deal with my food waste. Lomi is the biggest innovation in the modern day kitchen since the dishwasher. Lomi has helped me turn my home into a climate solution. Now I can transform my organic waste into nutrient-rich loamy earth that I can feed to my plants, lawn, or garden instead of sending it to the landfill. And as a result, I can help the environment and make my life easier. In just four hours, Lomi transforms almost anything you eat into nutrient-rich plant food at the push of a button. It's smart, simple food recycling that fits my space perfectly. Cut the chore of doing the trash in half and eliminate bugs and odors in your kitchen. And here's a bonus. You get to feed your lawn and garden with an all-natural fertilizer that you just created out of your own food scraps. All my food scraps, plant clippings, and even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the fridge can go back into my garden, helping me grow more nutritious food at home. I learned that food waste makes up a huge portion of our personal carbon footprint. By reducing the amount of food I send to landfill, I'm helping do my part for the planet. Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. 
Head to Lomi.com slash LegalAF and use the promo code LegalAF to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash LegalAF and use promo code LegalAF at checkout. Thank you, Lomi, for sponsoring this video. So so what? Ha- so here, none of the defendants have chosen to take the fifth. What what um, Don Jr. and Eric Trump, who testified already, they basically said, even though Don Jr. went to Wharton Business School and, and was one of the trustees of the company and one of the executives when when Trump was president, he said, oh, you know, I, I don't really I, I, I basically had nothing to do with this. That that was the, the accountants. So he threw his accountants and, and the CFO Alan Weisselberg under the bus. That that was them. They, they're the experts. They did the numbers. And Eric kind of did the same thing, but had to admit certain things. Yeah, that's my signature. Yeah, I might have had something to do with it. Oh, yes. Now I remember because you're showing me this email. But again, we trusted the experts. We trusted the experts. So they essentially weren't saying, no, these facts are correct and accurate. They're saying we trusted the the experts, right? They're, they weren't saying these facts that, that the attorney general is alleging are false. They're not saying, oh, no, no, the apartment's actually 33,000 square feet or, or, you know, all the other, all the other lies, right? All the other fraudulent lies. They didn't, they didn't try to defend them. Instead, they just threw everyone else under the bus and said, well, if it's wrong, they must have done it. I'm not responsible. You know, I, I, I was just busy with, you know, the more important things, right? Like, like, like anyone's going to completely believe that, but fine. You know, that, that's what their defense is. Donald Trump, he testified and said, basically, he tried to justify the numbers. He said, no, things are even worth more than I said. These aren't overvalued or overinflated. These things are worth even more. And I can say whatever I want because there's this disclaimer, this quote unquote, worthless clause. And so he has locked himself in to basically saying he was very much involved in the finances, very much aware of the the valuations that go into these things. And if my accountants didn't like it, then they could have corrected it. But I think my things are worth more. I put a lot of brand value onto things because it's Trump properties. And, you know, uh, the way I do square footage, I think it's bigger than than 11,000 square feet because I want to take into consideration the hallways and the lobby and all these other things that no one in the world takes into consideration um, when when they're when they're um, talking about the square footage of an apartment. But whatever. Um, He literally lives in a fantasy world. But how did he screw Ivanka, who hasn't yet testified, but will testify? So is Ivanka going to go with with her brothers and say, look, I had nothing to do with this? Ivanka was a defendant, if you recall. And because of the statute of limitations, she has now been taken out of the case. So she's not a defendant. She's just somebody who was very much involved in the case for a period of time, just outside the statute of limitations. But she can testify about her knowledge of the properties, right? Is she going to say that it's 33,000 square feet or is she going to say it's 10,000 square feet, right? She can testify about the about the size of these properties and she can testify about what it is that these various um you know, these various figures and and things that were taken into consideration, whether they are true and accurate or not. And that'll be interesting. Is she going to walk away or is she going to, and basically say, I had nothing to do with it? 
Or is she going to try to defend her father and say, no, no, he knows what he's talking about. He was a business person. He's smart. So we'll see what she does. We'll see, you know, Ivanka is known to be uh, a little more reticent with her, you know, public statements. She's a little more cautious than her brothers. And she has a reputation for being more honest, actually. And so when put under oath, Will she, what will she do? Because if she lies, she could be prosecuted for perjury. So she is one to watch and let's see exactly whether or not she is going to contradict her father who locked himself in today when he testified and talked about the numbers. And so let's just, let's see how it goes. This is one to watch after Ivanka. I think the attorney general is going to rest their case. Uh, Trump today promised that he is going to put on bank experts to say that they would have loaned him money anyway, and they weren't out any money. Let's see if that actually happens. Now, the reason he's going to do that is because uh, he's charged with seven counts of civil fraud type charges, including falsifying business records, insurance fraud, other things as well. Uh, he was The judge already found him liable for count one, the persistent fraud claim. And that is going to be, um, you know, now it's a matter of whether the other six charges, whether he's liable there. And those require intention. You have to be intentional. The, the fraud has to be intentional and it has to be material. So if the banks testify, look, we didn't rely on these numbers. We didn't depend on them. We were going to loan him money no matter what. That could go to the materiality of it. Again, that doesn't affect count one that he was already found liable for. But that's why if he does what he said he was going to do, put that on. But that, again, are the banks really going to say that? Are they really going to get up there and say, oh, no, you can lie on documents and it wouldn't matter. We would give him money no matter what. I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see if he if he does exactly what he uh, promised and what the judge does uh, and and how this all plays out in the end. And part of what's being decided now, too, is damages and how much money Trump owes or would have to pay because how much of it was um, will be disgorged and will he lose his business licenses? So a lot at stake here. This is essentially a huge, huge case in the Trump world because he could lose hundreds of millions of dollars and his all of his uh, prized assets and his ability to do business in New York. I'm Karen Friedman Agnifilo with Legal AF. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.